Hello, hello. I'm so excited for yet another episode of In The Good Company podcast today and uh, another extremely interesting guest, Amanda Blair. She is a relationship coach at To Be Magnetic. Um, extremely interesting conversation, Liv. We had some hiccups here and there, technical issues, but we work through that. Um, and we talk about Amanda's story and uh, how uh, she started um, and came across to be magnetic work by Lacey Phillips, how it helped her life, uh, in her life, how she got sober thanks to that. And of course, about her work and what is the most fulfilling part about it and um, how she works with, uh, with uh, her clients. It was so interesting to talk to Amanda. I, uh, I was uh, honest, being honest with you, I was super nervous because of all these technical issues from the beginning. And, you know, I finished that episode and I was beating myself up. And it's so funny because then I listened to it and I was like, oh my God, that's actually a great episode. Why I was beating myself up so much. Um, looks like I have some more work to do on myself <laughs> there. Um, and uh, actually, Amanda is uh, giving a great advice and coaching a little here in episode. So I hope you'll enjoy it. Um, she is uh, so wise and uh, so interesting. And um, I hope um, you'll take uh, some inspiration or great advice that she's giving um, during our conversation. Enjoy. Welcome, Amanda Blair, uh, Hi. coach. Hi, I love your blue blocks glasses. I have the Thank same. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, uh, coach at To Be Magnetic, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm so so excited to have you here um, and talk uh, talk to you about, of course, about your work, about you and and relationships, because that's your domain uh, at To Be Magnetic, right? Yes, it is. Yes. But, I would love to tell you, I already have um, Sawa Chobi here, um, uh, and she briefly, one of the most popular episodes, by the way. She's the uh, best. She's super, super um, sweet and nice and smart, and I, re- I reached out to her first because she resonated, his, her story uh, resonated with me first, but then um, I listened and heard your story, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I think all the coaches at Super Magnetic are like a piece of me, <laughs> which means that yeah, I no, I we're all really wonderful and different in what we focus on and different in how we kind of approach it, but all the same in that, um, you know, I think all the coaches are just really incredible. Yes, to- totally. Um, but let's start with uh, with to be magnetic. Like I said, Sawa explained it to us, but maybe somebody you know is uh, listening to this episode, not the other, and and kind of you know to set it up. Um, if you can explain a little bit what to be magnetic uh, is and and Lacey's work, what is it all about? Just with sure. two words. Um, to be magnetic is about using 
neuroscience to reprogram your subconscious mind so you can manifest the life of your dreams. Um, so it's really helping you dig into that subconscious um, aspect because that is where we manifest from, um, not our thoughts or our emotions. And some of the kind of other manifestation rhetoric can kind of point you in that direction. So we really get down to the actual root and um, through our hypnosis, help you reprogram so that you can get out of those old patternings and programs. Oh, I love how you explain it to you. And it's a little, um, uh, I feel like your way uh, versus Sala, which is great because, you know, we all have kind of a little bit different way of interpretations, right? Um, but, I love that. Um, so within the To Be Magnetic, your specialization is relationships, right? Mm -hmm. But before, maybe before we get to that, I would love to hear a little bit more about your story because when I heard it, um, I feel like I, I found a piece of myself in your story, obviously. Um, first, uh, first of all, of, you know, having this pattern of uh, relationships that we're really not not the healthiest right not the healthiest not be the best to, uh, for you and also your journey of sobriety was something that really resonated with me because i'm celebrating my third year oh congrats yes and and so tell, tell us about um uh, about that like what what leads you to um lacy's work and how it really changed your life you know we don't have to go deep because i don't want you to go back to those memories but just briefly for somebody who is maybe struggling in relationships or uh yeah if you can if you can share that that story of yours yeah um and i don't mind to go back into any memory because not okay. much has charge me anymore but um i found Lacey's work six years ago and i found it really innocuously a friend of mine was writing for her um blog at the time when it was back when it was free and native she was writing a a moon like full moon report kind of a deal and i wanted to support her so I read it and then once I read one article, I wanted to like read the blog and then, you know, kind of was like, wow, who is this lazy person? She seems incredible and read the blog for a while. And she finally started offering manifestation sessions. And I was like, I have to do this because I want to be like this person. So we started working together also six years ago and um, that was what completely changed my life uh, through this process. And back then it was just one-on-one -on -one with her. Um, so it wasn't exactly as the work is now, but through that work, I was able to, as you mentioned, get sober. That was something that I had been struggling with doing for five years prior to meeting Lacey. Um, and this work is what really helped me kind of get out of that not drinking, drinking, not drinking, drinking, not drinking, drinking. And the shame cycle and spiral that oh. would come from, from when I would be like, okay, well, I'm not going to get drunk. And then I would get drunk um, or whatever it was and really helped me kind of like seal that deal. Um, and it just helped me get into my self-worth for the first time really ever. I had, I come from a traumatic background. So, and an um, anxious attachment. And I was in relationship after relationship after relationship in my twenties. That was just unavailable men and, you know, me chasing them. Or if I found someone who was secure or on the more secure spectrum, I would run away from them and they would chase me. Um, and so I was just left a trail of, you know, 
really unhealthy and toxic relationships behind me. And through the work that I did with her, I was able to figure out how to stop that cycle and how to really, really love myself and how to make new choices and how to reprogram those patterns and show up in ways that I'm now extremely proud of. And when I look at the person I am, I'm like, holy shit, (laughs) I am so proud of myself and I'm so glad that I got here Um, because I knew even when I was in those patterns, like I don't want to wake up at, you know, 45, 50 and be doing this same shit. If I'm doing that, I'm going to be heartbroken. So I knew very early that I needed to work on things. I just wasn't aware of what to work on. And Lacey really gave me the clarity through her work on where to focus and how to do the work I had been so desperate to do and really get me to a place that I never imagined I could get to. I mean, the life that I'm living now is beyond my wildest imagination back then. So that feels pretty cool. Um, And then through that work, you know, I'd always been interested. I was a yoga teacher, um, but that didn't feel quite aligned with what I ultimately wanted to do. I wanted to do what I'm doing now, but I didn't have a word for that. Um, And so through finding worth and getting into that, I was able to really figure out through a lot of um, bridge jobs and trial and error what felt most aligned and was able to now teach what changed my life. Oh my God, I love that story. I, you made me emotional at one point or even coupled. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all can resonate with that. And, you know, just like you, I feel like I came across Lacey's work um, at this specific time. Like, I think you said that, that, you know, when you're tired of your bullshit, yeah. Uh, then it's you're ready for a change, right? Amen. And mm-hmm. I went through, you know, therapy uh, and to to the point that I wanted to work also, you know, with myself by myself, you know? And I think that's a great thing about this work, right? It's great to work with you guys, but people can also work yes. by themselves. You know, if somebody's not comfortable with sharing things or, you know, that's that's too much for them, they, those tools and those meditations, I DIs, as you uh, guys call them, I like to call them meditation because I feel like it's more <laughs> now understandable for others at this point. Uh, it's, it's just like you can work by yourself, right? And, and dig mm-hmm. deep and, and unblock some stuff from the past, right? Um, I, again, I love your story. Um, so when I was, you know, I sent you a few questions uh, when we when we started initially chatting um, uh, about this interview. And I was thinking, you know, you definitely have a lot of questions from your clients about relationship, you know, romantic relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking lately about um, friendships. Right. That's another uh, kind of relationships and I was thinking um, if we can kind of like chat on, on here on air and uh, um, about the um, about my situation uh, as I mentioned sure. to you um, uh, I um, in my relationship friendships friendships with women I attract uh, a lot of very strong-minded women I admire obviously but also very overpowering I feel like my relationship with women friendships are always the up like somebody tries to overpower me in some way right Mm. and if you can just um it it will be a glance to for example working with you right like if you can just give me a suggestion like where it can where where is this coming from you know I was lately wondering where is this coming from (laughs) 
well, what I can't, the pattern. Yeah, I'm not going to go into like where it comes from because that would yeah. require me digging into more of your history. Um, but what I will say, yeah, what I will say is that what that language that you used, they're, you know, trying to overpower me or they do overpower me. You need to first and foremost take ownership over your life and the choices that you're making. So, you know, no one can do overpower you and you're less you're really giving your power away. Right. No one can take sure. your power unless you're giving it to them. So start there. Why are you giving your power away? Where did you learn to do that in childhood? Right. Were you shamed in doing that? Was it out of fear? Was it out of pleasing to get love and attention? Um, start there. And then you need to really work on boundaries. And it, mm-hmm. maybe codependency has a play in that. Um, but boundaries to start communicating them and to start holding them, not only with others, but a lot with yourself. Um, so that you can start to protect you and mm-hmm. you don't continue to repeat these cycles with people, right? Because you're going to, when you're in those patterns, you're going to keep attracting mirrors to show you, hey, this is your pattern. Hey, this is your pattern. Hey, this is your pattern. And if you're not paying attention, you're going to be like, ah, why is this happening to me? And we can instead look at it and go, this is interesting. What is this teaching me about myself? Okay. Where can I expand where I feel small? Where can I grow bigger? Where can I reprogram? And then once you do that and you start to walk away from that pattern, you'll get reflected back in the new people you're calling in that are reflecting a new pattern at you. Hey, this is where you're at now. And that will, you know, most likely feel a lot more aligned. Yeah. Oh my God, this is so good. I'm going to listen to this over and over again. Well, more work for me. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> so you're there. Oh my god, I feel like because of the Skype situation initially when we started, I totally like messed the order of my interview, but that's okay. I feel like you, that's okay. Just, no one you, knows but you. I know, right? And and I do have few listeners. So, uh, but I, I like to keep it real. Like I said, you know, it's a conversation, and I don't want to be perfect. Well, it's about no one the knows the direction of the interview you were going to do, but you is what I meant, right? Oh. No one has access to those questions that's except true. you. That's true. That's so. true. I should. I shouldn't even mention it. <laughs> yeah. I remember in, when I was a yoga teacher, yeah. um, when I first started teaching, we, you know, as trainees, we'd be like, oh my God, what if we messed up and like miss something? And the, my teachers would be like, literally no one would know that, but you, and if you tell people, otherwise, if you make a mistake and you just keep going, the class has no idea because they don't know what you're teaching. They're not in your head. Right. So it's sure. like, why are you needing to feel that like I messed up? Why are you trying to be perfect? Right? Where is that perfectionism coming from? Oh, don't also even talk about that. <laughs> this is something that I'm working on for such a long time. Yes. It's just this perfectionism, but it will get there. Uh, so now I can't delete it because it's such a great advice, Amanda, that I need to keep it all in. <laughs> it's kidding. a good teaching moment. It's good. Yes, yes. No, I wouldn't even. I. Um, but anyway, I usually uh, start my interview with with a question, and you mentioned childhood. You know, through this work, also, um, I discovered how much trauma and treasures uh, my childhood, and I believe all of our childhood. Uh, carry for us right my therapist dear therapist uh, told me once that we grow up to heal our child and I still agree I I got chills I still agree with that Um, but I usually like to ask um, uh, my guests about childhood experience positive Mm. or negative that feel like 
really shaped you in some way, positive or negative, or hopefully positive, obviously, because I think, you know, it all comes to kind of a lesson. Um, yeah, w- what was it for you? Like, what was the memory yeah. that you have that really... I mean, I have I have a bunch, as I'm sure we all do. We all, but I yeah. think I'll like call out the hits. Um, I had really young parents, and I think that was ultimately positive, but for a long time felt like a negative because that meant that they were messy because they were in. You know, my mom was 20, my dad was 24, so we moved around constantly. Their relationship was a mess <laughs> and ended. Um, very quickly and you know that and there was a lot of fighting and all of that so there was a lot of trauma around that and a lot of moving around constantly a lot of um relationships on both their parts that I was dragged around to in some respects I feel like I lived my 20s twice because I lived with them through theirs and then I lived my own so I really got to see the the problems and the um mistakes you make in your 20s and but as a young kid like I was kind of a part of those consequences Um, but ultimately that led to a good thing because it, but the positive of that is it ended up through, you know, once I was able to do a lot of healing and reprogramming around that made me very resilient. And then one of the positive as well is I was raised by a single mom and that really lets you in on the strength of women and what we can do. And, um, I also had, step parents, which on my stepdad's side, not great. He was not a great man in my life, but my stepmom was, and she was really my first expander of what could, was possible for me. And before that, I think I just saw what my mom had done. And so I thought that's what I would do, which would be get married young, have babies young, stay in my, you know, the surrounding area that I grew up in and, you know, live that kind of life. And my stepmom really showed me how to dream bigger, how to live bigger. And I'm so grateful for that because she's the first person that ever took me to New York. She's why I moved here because I was, I fell in love when I was 14, when she brought me here and I was like, this is my place. Um, And she just showed me a lot of things that I never would have had the opportunity to do. Um, So I feel like, you know, my career and my ambition and just my, um, that drive really Mm -hmm. comes from her, uh, and that first expansion. So I'm really grateful for that. Oh, it's such a beautiful story. (laughs) And all this mess, you found there's expander. (laughs) Yeah. And just to explain to everybody, expander is a person who kind of like show you that you can do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Because Yes, because our minds and our subconscious is limited. And when you see somebody, you, you know, it opens up, right? Just the same. Mm-hmm. I like to put it simply. Oh, that's such a beautiful story. Um, uh, tell me, you know, about your work as a coach with To Be Magnetic. Like, what, what is the most uh, fruitful and like most fulfilling for you? Um, which part of it and, and, uh, and where do you want it to go with it? You know, I feel like you guys are growing so fast and, and, yeah. you know, I feel like we are all waking up and, and people are looking for a different way of spirit, being spiritual and working on themselves and, you know, traditional religion, as I have nothing against, I like to say that I believe in all the religion, religions, 
but my faith is with you and me. <laughs> but um, people are looking for a different way of being spiritual, working yeah. on themselves. Uh, and 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 I, I I see how you are guys growing, and it's amazing. And and you know I'm a testimony how how this work and how can you know i don't even look at it more you know very much as manifestation of course i do but for me it's a lot of about healing you know old stuff or blockages or things that are popping up and then bearing the quality of my life and i think we all are waking up to that and so you know as a, as a coach as i mentioned what is the most fulfilling and, and where do you see this going for you and and for tbm I know it's probably more like Lacey's vision, but obviously you guys working as a team and and whatnot. Yeah, um, you know, my work as a coach, what the most fulfilling is, is working with someone one-on-one and watching how they grow and evolve from where we start working together and then to when, you know, they feel like they have enough tools to really kind of fly on their own for a while. And, you know, when they reach out to let me know, you know, that they manifested the partner that they were working on with me to manifest and that they got the career they were working on to manifest with our, you know, our work together. And those highs um, that they experience and get and share with me are just every day make me wake up and feel so grateful that I get to do this. Um, And really just that one-on-one time to dig into people's you know, life and that they trust me with, you know, their deepest and darkest kind of feelings. Um, I never take for granted. That's the most powerful. And I love it so much. And then in terms of what I'm, I'm not going to speak for, you know, the brand, yeah. because that is Obviously. a bigger conversation mm-hmm. that Lacey would need to be involved in speaking about. Mm-hmm. But in terms of my involvement with the brand, um, I will continue coaching. Um, I'm getting currently getting certified as a hypnotherapist. So I'll have that under my belt and I can oh have that into great. my repertoire. And then I'm also um, going to be getting a master's in marriage and family so that I can do couples coaching and will be doing that in addition. So that's really where I want to head towards is not only working with singles, but working with couples on creating a relationship dynamic that feels more healthy um, no matter where they are in partnership. So that's, that's kind of my, my goal. Oh my God. That's so amazing because I, you know, obviously I sometimes talk to my husband about this, uh, about TBM, the work, like what's coming up, but I also see how much we are reflecting and bumping of each other. And it's like, you know, the, that's the, I feel like that's the deepest work there is I'm doing because he showed me so much stuff that I need to still push through and, and work on. Yeah. And and that would be amazing part to yeah. to be able to be really and have a work for for couples. Tell yeah, me why I hypnosis. Mean, um, hypnosis because that's what we do <laughs> anyway, right? Yeah, we use like hypnosis DIs, in our yeah. DIs. So being able to have that knowledge in a deeper way and training in how to bring that into sessions just sounds really, um, kind of like obviously, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like there there were a couple moments, and I took hypnosis. I had uh, hypnosis sessions uh, over a year ago, and uh, actually it was really really helpful to, you know, working with therapists to because I was just felt like I was blocked, like I was working on something and I couldn't access it, and I felt like hypnosis opened that up for me. Yeah, and then I could Absolutely. open like 
you know, access it and clean it up. Because sometimes, you know, like we, we something is full or painful that we block it so much that we don't want to open it, you know, yeah. and it's just like this internal. Yeah. So that's really interesting. That totally makes sense. Yeah. Oh my gosh, just I love that. <laughs> so tell me if somebody, you know, is totally new, or, you know, again, I hopefully I, I will be able to talk to Heather and At- Atara later because, like I said, you all guys have such a different approach of specialization. And I love that. Um, uh, but, you know, if somebody is totally new uh, to uh, TBM and, and is struggling within uh, our relationship uh, area, what would you recommend them to start with? Um, and obviously I mean, they can always reach out to you to you, yeah, and get coached. So but broad. I can't yeah. give you just like a broad yeah. statement like that. Um, so... I don't really want to like share, like start here. Cause I have no idea yeah. what they're struggling with in relationship. Oh, um, there, yeah. And I mm-hmm. tailor my advice to be, and like homework for clients to their specific needs. Um, but I would just advise someone if they're experiencing, you know, problems in relationship to sign up for the pathway if they haven't already. Mm-hmm. And that's where you start and start there and learn about the process in our, how to manifest workshop. And then, you know, if you need help from a coach on where to go next, definitely reach out. We have more than one way you can work with us one-on-one or you can submit a question. You don't have to be a member of the pathway to do that. So if you're listening and you're wanting some more kind of specialized advice, that's a great way. If you're not ready to commit to working one-on-one is the Q&A service. It's really great. It's $25 to submit a question and you get a voice memo back from one of the coaches and it's specialized to you and what your um, question is. So that's a great place to start. But just literally just sign up for the pathway. Like that's the best thing you could do for yourself. That's the best gift to give you is that access to the work. Yes, 100%. And I, you know, like I said, I, I feel like I'm 100% testimony to that. Like my life is so much better now. Still yeah. work in progress, Agreed. but it's just like, <laughs> you know... Um, so one more thing I um, uh, I want I like to ask um, is anything that inspires you lately? Anything that podcast, a book, or something mm. that helps you in your work? Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe an app, maybe a gadget, maybe I don't know the beautiful blue blocks that you are wearing. <laughs> they look so good on you. Oh my god! I feel like I look a little bit on the crazy side when I wear them because I no. you know like as a blonde. I feel like I'm just like a yellow, becoming a yellow bubble. Oh, I think <laughs> that you, good. you rock them and you love them on yourself and you own it. You're probably going to look sick. Right. Um, so it, things inspire me lately. I'm reading a book called, um, well, one of the books I'm reading, I'm always reading like 50 books, but one of the books that I'm reading um, is called Conversations with God. And it's from a man who started having a conversation with God in his journal and would ask God a question and God would answer. And it's, you know, spawned these three books. Um, and in these books is kind of the closest I've ever come to reading the way that I believe in a higher power or like the universe. Um, and so I feel really seen when I read the book and not in all components, there's some things with the book that I don't agree with, of course, um, that's going to right. happen across the board, but this book just, I feel so deeply inspired and to like dig more into my faith and how I show up for that and how I connect to, you know, the divine and 
I just find it incredibly inspiring right now. And um, I love reading it every night just to like kind of have that connection before I go to sleep. Um, and it's really helpful for like, you know, just gives really cool answers to like time and, and death and, mm-hmm. you know, these really kind of big topics that feel like there's a million different things out there kind of talking about them. And this just for me feels the most true. Um, and like the most, like my intuition have kind of always told me that's what's real. So that's been really inspiring. Um, and then also really inspiring me is I have, I'm a big structure person and I got a planner that is totally blank, but, and big. And so I can like really structure out my day and like I put on there like my to-do list and like you know obviously any scheduling appointments that I have um but I've been putting on there the way that I'm doing self-care that day and I break that down by body mind and soul and then any self-boundaries that I want to hold for myself and it has been really revolutionary in how it just makes me feel very productive in the time of the pandemic when you know you're just at home and at home and at home and at home. <sighs> that monotony is hard to break up and hard to, I have found to like, you know, really stay inspired because you're just kind of dealing with the same thing over and over again. And in doing this, I have found a way to really like re-inspire myself. Um, and it's been really great. So I would what say- What is the name of it, the, of the planner? Um, honestly, it's just, it's it's not the planner itself. It's just the way that I'm- using it and writing like a like a a tip of a productivity that's a good one yeah it's interesting because uh, yeah because somebody was also mentioning planner um that you can design you know like depending on how you uh you you pre-order and you design it but that's interesting i i also like the the just open pages yeah i've never one one that has everything that i would want to write in it anyway so this blank thing is like yeah 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 um that's awesome awesome Mm -hmm. i love that thank you so much for sharing this amanda again sorry we had like some bumps and uh hiccups i feel like i have one more question yeah uh, but we covered it um i was asking something for the friend but i think you kind of cover it um uh covered because i have a friend who is like repeating patterns when it comes to women he's dating Mm. they're always unavailable uh, and I have a theory. I think it it was kind of brought from home. That's what he saw at home: a woman leaving. Mm. And it's kind of. Would you agree that that's like repeating of the pattern that you learn as a child? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, that's attachment theory 101. The way that we attach to our caregivers in childhood will reflect how we attach to our adult relationships um, in adulthood. So the way that you're approaching love from that subconscious place before you've done any work is stemming directly from your childhood. Like yeah, everyone one, across yeah, the board, yeah. 100%. Good and bad, right? Because there are people that are secure. So they're showing up to, they were they got that secure attachment in childhood, those lucky few. And <laughs> they then show up to their relationships more securely in adulthood. Um, but that's not to say that you can't work out of that you know, one of the insecure attachments, whether that be more anxious or more avoidant. Um, and that's, you know, the work that I do with my clients is helping them work out of that anxious attachment or work out of that avoidant attachment and work closer towards earn secure so that they can find that sense of security and feel really good about the relationship they're starting to call in that reflect that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's such a good one. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> you know what, what just popped in my head? Talking about pinks, <laughs> uh, that it, it would be so amazing if more more could you guys. And because I feel like, you know, men are so much more blocked when it comes to like any kind of spiritual war, work. And I don't want to, st- uh, you know, stereotype. So there are some men that, you know, my husband, he is an example, you know, the conversations we have. But I feel like um, like with men, it's a little bit uh, more difficult, right? For them to open up, to work on stuff, to work on past stuff. Like, I don't know if they're... It's not, I mean, we can't gender that. I think there's as much, there's as many women and like non-binary people that would have um, difficulty opening up. So it's not really the gender, but I will say, you know, if we look at American society and the way that we raise men, um, there is a lot of programming around, you know, That's to be a man, you yes. are, you have to be strong and you can't be weak. And if you're weak, that you're taking away from your masculinity. So that is a component. Um, but I also feel like that is different in every man, the programming that they got. Um, and so I know many men who can be open and I know many men who, have a really hard time opening up. But I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, I know the same amount of women who have a really hard time opening up. Like I know a lot of avoidant women who have a really hard time being vulnerable and communicating their feelings and instead shut down and run away. So that's not just a traditional male trait. Um, But yes, societally, you know, we have yes, raised men and that's what I meant. I didn't mean to, you know, hurt anybody's feeling or put a no, stereotype no, no. Yeah. there. Maybe that's the men I'm surrounded with. <laughs> you know, I just wish sometimes I see somebody and I was like, if I can just send it to you and if you can just try it, just try it. You yeah. know, I feel yeah. like it's just such an amazing tool for everybody to just help themselves. You know, there is nothing. Because I feel like sometimes when you hear manifestation, it still have this attachment of kind of, you know, I think I don't know if it's all because of the all old type of manifestation attractions, laws or secrets or other theories that were there that were maybe, you know, felt like woo woo. And for me, yeah. too, you know, like I, I had to find something that made more sense for me and this yeah. neural element of, of the work and, and connection of everything makes more yeah. sense to me. We um we actually coined that term. It's we call it neural manifestation, and yeah. um that is our our work. We are not TBM is not a woo woo brand. Like everything is rooted in neuroscience. You know, we had a neuroscientist come in and back up all of our workshops, back up all of the DIs. So my light just went up. Um, <laughs> that is what's happening know. today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so that's something that's really important that it is based in science, it's based in psychology, uh, or based in neuroscience, it's based in psychology. So it is a very grounded approach to working and on yourself and reprogramming so that you can create a life that you want. It's not like visualize or anything like that. It's, it's very grounded. It's a very grounded um, work. Yes, and it is it is work. Let's highlight that. It is self-work. Oh, believe me. Yes. Oh, my God, perfect. I feel like we just, like, close this mess. 
other feet perfectly because <laughs> we started generally about what what to be Baghdadi is. Amanda, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, thank you. I love to talk about this, and and um, and it was such a pleasure talking to you and hearing your story and what you can do, um, and what you do. Uh, and it's such an important, I feel like it's such an important element for all of us, because I feel like if we heal ourselves, right, if we are better, we show up better to the world and the world around us, uh, around us is better, right? So I feel like there's no better thing you can do right now. Tell me, where can we find you? Um, and I can link also all of that, but maybe just your Instagram handle. Sure. So people can follow um, you. My Instagram handle is XO Amanda Blair, and I also have a website that has a ton of articles about attachment theory um, that can be helpful, and that's amandablair.org. And we're breaking up again. Oh, okay. That's my now website. Now we're back. Okay. My website, um, which has a lot of articles on attachment theory that can be really helpful, is amandablair.org. Perfect. I am going to link all of that. And I thank you so, so much um, uh, for this conversation. And um, I feel like we are going to, you know, hear each other here and there. Oh, my gosh. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and took away as much juicy, interesting and wise things as I did. Um, again, Amanda is so interesting and, and her work and TBM. I hope you will check it out. Um, it's something that, um, you know, I don't talk a lot um, because it's, it's, you know, it's my self work and my um, moment to myself and I can't share everything but uh, it's something that helped me tremendously um, to unblock certain things from my childhood from my past understand my patterns and I really came across this work that Amanda is talking about and at the moment that um, I just needed to have something that I can do by myself and really work with myself with my subconscious and with my memories and and blockages I have to to better my life really because for me it's all uh, about that it's not you know about manifesting a new car it's it's really about manifesting better quality of life for me again I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Amanda um, and uh, check her out as a relationship coach if you are a single and are struggling uh, with your relationships and finding a, a right person for you maybe you are blocked somewhere and you need to reach out to Amanda and talk to her um, uh, or just check out you know maybe start with with the podcast and or the pathway like Amanda recommended um, anyway I hope you enjoyed this one and uh, until the next time love and light